were looking for career advice from a career coach, and he had led teams that have placed over 6,000 pros in 21 industries, worked at the largest Fortune 500 recruitment firm in the world, was responsible for over $50 million of placements of executives, and was one of the top recruiters recognized nationally while serving in the United States Army. You'd probably say he's qualified. This is the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. Career competition is fierce. If you're a director, a VP, or an executive, this podcast is for you. This is the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. And this is your host, Tim Madden. Hey, hey, everyone. If that awesome intro doesn't get you pumped up, I don't know what will. And thank you to Tim for letting the girls take over the podcast today. Woo-hoo. Welcome <laughs> to the Career Upgrades Podcast. I'm Christina Madden. If you don't know me, I help those who are targeting six figures and multiple six figures find jobs they love quickly. Um, every week live, we stream to the fastest growing career network, in the world, I'll say in the world, on Facebook, check us out. We have now over 10,000 members. Um, If you have not been over there, make sure you do. There's 10,000 directors, VPs, and executives to network with. There's celebrations and stories and great free resources. Um, So if you're watching over in the ECN, Executive Career Network, please give us a shout out, say hi below. If you have questions, you know, along the way today, be sure to do that. And we stream on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Google, all the places. We're hard to miss. We're in your face. Well, speaking of marketing, right, guys? We have our marketing expert on the podcast today. We're talking about some amazing things, all things marketing. Uh, Do me a favor. If you could, if you find anything valuable today on this podcast, go over and leave us a review on iTunes. Um, And in this, you know, segment, um, if you are in a, in a job search, in a career search, and considering one, um, please refer a friend and get over there and leave a review for us, and um, we'd love to hear from you. And this week, we are celebrating seven offers in our community. Every week, that's more and more. Uh, you know, Tim's always telling me, Christina, did you know? And I'm like, of course I know. It's happening every week. And also visit us on executiveupgrades.com slash podcast to learn more about how we can help you or a friend in a job search. So now on to our topic today, leveraging AI to stand out in an executive job search. We are so pumped to have you here with us today to talk about this hot topic. And we're going to talk about all things AI, why the current job market has been shaken up by AI in the marketplace, and how you can leverage AI to stand out in your own director, VP, or executive level job search. And to help us out, because I need help with this topic, we have an extra special guest. We just got off a team meeting, actually, just really celebrating this individual. She's absolutely inspiring. Woo-hoo! Our <laughs> vice president of marketing. If you can actually, if you're, if you're streaming live and you can see her face, you will see that she is always smiling, glowing on the camera. If you're listening later, you are missing out. Um, she is here to talk about, um, again, leveraging AI through AI first marketing opportunities from a personal branding standpoint in the job search. Welcome, Raquel Bao, and it's great to have you on the show. Thank you, Christina. I am absolutely excited to be here. This is a much needed topic to discuss, and so I'm glad to be here to share my insights with our audience today. Awesome. Thanks for carving out the, carving out the time. So to start us off, could you please give us an overview of what exactly AI-first marketing is 
and its role in the job search? Absolutely. So AI first marketing is a marketing strategy that leverages artificial intelligence and machine learning to drive marketing campaigns and initiatives. And so these can be marketing campaigns and initiatives for corporations or for individuals, uh, including job seekers. And statistics vary across the board in reporting. So let's take a look at what we're seeing across the job market, the current job market. According to a McKinsey study, one I actually saw referenced across multiple prominent uh, news websites, uh, artificial intelligence could displace roughly 15% of workers or 400 million people worldwide between 2016 and 2030. In a scenario of wide AI adoption, the share of jobs displaced could rise to as much as 30%, the firm found. So for those of you who've already been impacted by AI job losses, I want you to take heart here. So as we know, there's this confirmation bias in the media and you're always gonna see the worst of the worst statistics. And that's why I took the time to prepare more market research that will um, help to kind of empower you in this process. So according to yet another study by the World Economic Forum, by 2025, AI is expected to automate 75 million jobs globally. So we're looking at 75 million jobs according to the World Economic Forum, whereas the McKinsey study said 400 million. Again, there's a great disparity there. Um, however, even if there are 75 million jobs being lost to automation, there are going to be an additional 133 million new jobs in their place. So the World Economic Forum basically states that we're losing 75 million jobs globally by 2025, but an additional 133 million will be there to, to take their place. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. This statistic is blowing my mind because even like even if those numbers are a little off, guys, what you can take from this is that there are going to be more jobs created than there are lost. So for anyone that's in their head that's you know, got this narrative going that AI is going to replace you. AI is going to replace everyone. It's going to take over. I'm so scared. This is here again, like Raquel said, to empower you and to get you excited. You have two ways to think about this as it is. How can I get excited about it? Or how can I continue to ignore it? And uh, according to what we're going to talk about today, I don't think you're going to want to ignore it. So amazing guys. I yes. find that to be, some of you can sigh a good breath of relief here. <laughs> it's going yeah. to create jobs. Yes, yes, yeah. So AI is actually expected to create millions of new jobs. And specifically, these are for high-level leadership uh, positions. Um, so high-level leadership positions will take place of the jobs being phased out. Um, and now here's where we talk about AI first marketing. So let's let's kind of go back in history a little bit this transformation in the job market presents both challenges and opportunities for workers and, and employers alike not unlike if you guys can remember in your history lessons uh the luddites so although we may remember from our textbooks that the 19th century brought significant innovations to factories this does not mean that it was welcomed uh, with open arms by the people back then. So the Luddites, L-U-D-D-I-T-E-S, were textile workers who protested against automation, eventually attacking and burning factories because they quote unquote feared 
that unskilled machine operators were robbing them of their livelihood. And so the Luddite movement occurred all the way back in 1811. So concerns about job losses or job displacements due to automation are far from new. That's right, guys. So history repeating itself. It's always a reminder when things are evolving and growing and changing. It's like we've been here before. You know, everybody gets really worked up about economic shifts. It's like, guys, we've been here. There's been economic shifts before, but it's easy to forget when something's new and different and scary, right? Right. Um, and so what would you say to someone who is just in fear mode about this? Absolutely. Well, you know, ultimately, you AI is always going to be with us, right? So AI has been around since, you know, the 1800s. Um, I actually went to this AdWorld conference a few weeks back. And Seth Godin, who is a prominent uh, marketer, uh, writer out there, a best-selling author, he actually... Um, focused on AI being dramatically underhyped and wildly misunderstood. And so the essential thing to learn here is your goal is to get off the content treadmill and to be able to leverage using AI as opposed to looking at it as it's some kind of foreign stranger that you don't want to meet, right? The goal here is to embrace um, that AI is always going to be with us and it will be persistent in, in our in our lives. Exactly. And if you guys don't know this about Tim and I, we own an, an, auto, an automation software. And so you could consider us like tech entrepreneurs. And I am in the same boat as you, right? Where in the beginning, I'm like, I don't love the sound of this. I'm in fear mode about it. But then I'm like, wait a second, I would be crazy not to leverage this in some way or build something out just massively useful. <laughs> saying coming from somebody who knows nothing about it than to create a tool it just paints a picture of what's actually um you know uh, possible in the in the realm of this absolutely and just to recap that so we've been here before historically um and ai is going to need talented you know people to to work that and so let's get excited about it so but um raquel tell us about ai first marketing in the job search specifically, how can it serve the job seeker specifically? Absolutely. So, you know, it's it. the challenges of losing your position to AI can absolutely seem overwhelming. But again, we're here to, to reemphasize that the team here at ECU is here to empower you to learn how you can leverage the power of AI for your career growth. So our team, we've actually implemented here at ECU uh, AI as part of our marketing initiatives, and it's helped us 3x our content um, output. The, the goal is always to work with it from that human connection standpoint. So um, when we talk about AI, we're benefiting from scale, we're benefiting from speed, and we're def definitely benefiting from price because this program allows you to save so much time, and time is the most valuable asset we all have. So getting back to the AI opportunities here for job seekers, AI not only helps organizations to make these data-driven decisions and automate marketing processes, it does the same thing in terms of a high-level job search. And so AI-first marketing can be used to enhance your personal branding by optimizing your resume, optimizing your LinkedIn profile. Uh, you can use AI to actually write emails to prepare scripts for networking conversations, um, as well as your interviews. 
And furthermore, it is an awesome tool for social media. So again, there, the sky's the limit here when you're thinking about embracing and leveraging something as a tool in your tool belt from a job seeker standpoint. Exactly, guys, again, <laughs> everything she's saying gets me so pumped up. So what kind of tactics and strategies can you share with us to um, leverage AI in the content world? So people that are like, hey, you know, I'm a little concerned that when I type in a question, uh, it's generating responses that aren't really personal to me, or it's not really capturing my creatives. I've heard this from other entrepreneurs, job seekers, friends, family, that it's not emotionally intelligent enough, if you will. What would Absolutely. you say to those folks? Absolutely. So um, stepping back a bit, directors, VPs, and executives can benefit from AI-first marketing during their job search and really beyond in a number of ways. Um, we're going to be exploring today the different ways you can leverage AI to stand out in your job search, including using a program called ChatGPT. Um, most of you have probably seen it in the news. ChatGPT is a relatively new uh, tool. Um, but ChatGPT allows you to, to uh, write prompts that provide you with um, different outputs. So you can craft impressive cover letters, resumes, social media posts, and emails through ChatGPT. Um, so from a content standpoint, ChatGPT is, is what we'll cover. We're also going to discuss using tools like Asperis, um, E-S-F-E-R-A-S, uh, for those of you listening and wanting to take notes. Asperis can help us with networking um, and connecting you with the right people to advance your career prospects. Um, and networking is by far one of the most challenging things for all of us to do because we often are the people that help others as opposed to ask for that help. So we'll cover Asperis. And then lastly, we're going to cover Google's interview warm-up tool. So again, that's Google's interview warm-up. This program can assist you in preparing for job interviews to boost your confidence. All of these tools are AI generated. And so from a corporate standpoint, um, there are absolutely different AI tools that corporations use to sift through candidates during the job search process. Most of you are probably familiar with ATS. That's the applicant tracking system that is used when you are submitting your job application and sometimes you get an instant rejection, even though you're more than qualified for that role. Uh, the next things uh, that corporations use are chatbots. And then uh, so chatbots help to uh, schedule interviews, answer common questions for a job seeker. And then thirdly, predictive analytics. And so Ultimately, these three programs that corporations use, you want to be able to get ahead and use these uh, tools, ChatGPT, Asperis, and Google's interview warm-up um, to be able to get ahead of some of those curveballs that you're going to be thrown in that higher level job search. Yes. And kind of a funny story here, guys. When I talk to, this is a shout out to all of our marketing professionals, right? When I talk to people that are in marketing, one of the first things they say when they come into our environment is like, I could market and sell anything, but I have a real difficult time marketing and selling myself. And this is a little off, little off the path here of what we're talking about. But why do you think that that is for marketing people? We have to pick her brain here because I know there's so many of you listening that, that feel that way. Why do you think that is for a challenge for people in marketing and how can can leveraging AI help you get out of your head on that? 
I, I absolutely can answer that question. Um, so basically people in leadership positions, not just marketing, uh, salespeople, uh, a great example we have is one of our clients who worked for Apple. He had a $4 billion quota in sales and worked with 26 teams globally. And so this gentleman said, I can teach anyone how to sell our products and I'm the best at the sales, but I have trouble selling myself. And so it's the same thing for marketing. We get so into the market research uh, behind our target audiences, behind that messaging that's going to compel people to take action, that we seldomly take that time for ourselves to really understand and clarify what it is that we want in a job, what our value is to an organization, and really how to navigate that process. So, you know, those elements are are really uh, inherent in all of us who are in leadership roles, um, because that mindset and that conviction isn't always there for you as a person as much as it would be for your clients and your employers. Such a great point. I love that. Um, now, guys, back to these numbers for a second. Those millions of jobs that are going to be created specifically for AI, you might want to consider that you want to be educated on this. You want to be sharp. You want to know these things that she's talking about in terms of what well, we'll talk about more prompting here in a second and how ask how to learning how to ask high quality questions. You hear this every week, me and Tim. Asking high quality questions determines the, you know, excuse me. The higher the quality of your questions determines the outcomes of anything in life. Higher quality questions. How can we ask, be asking better questions? It's the same thing um, with chat GPT. But for those of you who are like, hey, I want to be now. Now I'm excited about this. I want to be part of this movement. I want to be, you know, in position to, to land one of these awesome jobs in the future. We need to get really good at this. Right. So talk to us more about prompting. And I'm sorry, guys, my text messages just went off. <laughs> Speaking of tech, it's all over. Me. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. So let's talk about ChatGPT. Um, and taking a step back, for those of you who aren't familiar with ChatGPT, it's an intelligent chatbot powered by a neural network trained on millions of conversations. So ChatGPT was actually created by a an AI and research company called OpenAI. The company launched ChatGPT November 30th of 2022. Um, so this is a, a fairly new technology that's being adopted by millions of, of people out there. Um, and for those of you who've used the, uh, the free version of ChatGPT, um, you know that it gets bogged down. And so usage is currently open to the public free of charge because ChatGPT is in its research and feedback collection phase. Uh, two months ago on February 1st, there is also now a paid subscription version called ChatGPT+. And so what I love about ChatGPT is that the language model can answer questions and assist you with tasks like composing emails, resumes, social media posts, and even scripts for your networking conversations. We actually adopted using ChatGPT when it was first launched. Um, we are an AI-first uh, marketing-driven organization. And what I mean by that is we are constantly evolving in the usage of our technology to support our clients. And so we are 
also in that uh, research and feedback collection phase in writing different um, communications with ChatGPT. And what it does is it allows you to write prompts like help me write seven email subject lines or um, here is my email message. Optimize this email message for conversions. Um, and so we have used it and, and really tested our campaigns, whether they're email campaigns, whether they are text message follow-ups, et cetera. Um, and so this is a really, really powerful tool that cannot be understated as it relates to you as a high-level leader looking to level up in your job search process. That is so awesome. You know, it's I'm getting more specific in, in the prompting as well. Like I had somebody yesterday say on our sales team, I think it was, they were talking about objection hand. Let's let's say you're in sales and you're trying to brush up on your on your sales abilities and you're like, hey, chat GPT, how could I handle this objection? Um, maybe a client said, I want to think about it. Well, yeah, it's going to spit out, you know, whatever response at the time it's going to spit out. But if you say, hey, I want to handle this objection how my favorite mentor, Jeremy Miner, would in any PQ in the third module. Think about this. You could even go deeper in the third module, this and that. Um, whatever you can dig deeper and in, in putting very, very specific responses guy or very, very specific questions guys. And it will generate responses that way. Um, especially on the paid version that you're talking about, but Raquel, how do you think that, how do you think being an AI first marketing company, which thank you for making us an AI first marketing company. <laughs> um, how do you improved, improved like efficiency overall? And again, this could be specifically for our marketing individuals listening. Maybe you already yeah. are a marketing leader. Yes. So if you are a leader in marketing, I am speaking directly to you, directors, VPs, executives. If you're in the C-suite and you are looking to boost your productivity, the best thing that you can do is to do some research on writing prompts that will serve you in contributing value to your business. So the different things that you can use ChatGPT for um, really focus on three basic fundamental pillars. These are scale, speed and price. So if you are a corporate leader and you are looking to scale um, your business, you're going to want to be able to get content out there uh, as quickly as possible. So we're talking about content calendars related to social media, related to blog posts, related to any type of communications. Well, you can use ChatGPT to write prompts that will create um, content calendars for topics for each week um, as it relates to whatever your industry or business is, uh, you are able to expeditiously get your content out there. Um, again, speed is a, a big factor here, but the goal is that you want to get off the content treadmill and into editing the content. So where ChatGPT dramatically increases and boosts your productivity and saves you money is that putting in these prompts, it's going to generate responses for you. You can keep those responses until you're ready to edit them. Uh, ChatGPT will save a history of all of the requests that you've made. So let's say two months ago, you asked ChatGPT to help you with a content schedule and you're wanting to revisit that 
for a potential podcast topic later on. You're able to go back through your history, come to that content, and then work through how do I make this content work best for me and my audience? Because it's never going to be perfect. But the goal here is that if you've moved off the content treadmill and you're now into editing, you're saving yourself time and you're increasing your value and your output as a marketer. Absolutely love it. Um, and now, guys, my favorite part of the conversation, my absolute favorite part of the conversation is the networking piece, right? How do we get speed to quality connections networking wise on all platforms, all platforms, right? Like how, how do we do that? And how does, how does AI really, how does AI really serve this? Yeah. So going back to these chat GPT prompts, um, I think it's a, it's a really, really important part of understanding how to use that program. Uh, but it's a much cleaner and easier way to approach your process as a job seeker. Um, so a chat GPT prompt is your opportunity to talk to chat GPT and ask the program to prepare content for, for you that meets your needs. So as a job seeker, if you are um, applying for a very specific role, you wanna take that job description and actually input that job description into ChatGPT and ask ChatGPT to support you in answering networking questions. So this is where a little research goes a long way. So um, you're gonna be asked, a lot of fundamental questions in your networking journey, right? Um, where are you from? How long have you been in this industry? What are some of your recent accomplishments? You can take a job description for a job that you're looking for. And if you're about to connect with a hiring decision maker from that company or a recruiter, ChatGPT can support you in aligning your response to their questions. Um, and so kind of going back um, to the foundation of a, a job search, we know that the resume is the foundation of a job search. So as it relates to personal branding, we actually did a podcast episode with Katie Britton, who is the, um, the expert uh, in professional branding for our clients. Um, your resume is the foundation of all of your talking points points that you should be using. And so your resume should always have quantifiable achievements. Uh, those results that you've achieved throughout your career should be quantifiable. And you can relate those key points from your resume in your networking conversations. Um, and so you always want to lead with, how can I tell the best story, right? Problems, solutions, results, right? What was the problem? What solution did I provide? And what did I achieve? What quantifiable result did I achieve? So ChatGPT, if you're the kind of person who goes on and on and on in your responses, it helps you to create a more concise response as it relates to networking during your job search. That's so cool. I always like to compare, like in my brain when I listen to this, guys, and just FYI, I'm not a marketing expert, which is why we have Raquel. But I like to compare it to, and if you're if you're in marketing, you know what I'm talking about, Facebook Ads Manager, when that first came out, ads, Funny, I, there was a time, guys, where Tim and I tried running our own ads, which is another reason you get to get support. That was like that was like a freaking playing a slot machine. But you're going in, you're getting really specific about the demographic you're targeting. What's you know, what are you really looking for? And that's that's how this tool that's how this tool can be used. And the same with um, some of the tools that we've talked about, um, getting more and more specific. And there are two kinds of job seekers that I meet. One kind of job seeker 
is somebody who is banging their head against the wall all day. They're on job boards. They're dealing with mid-level management, recruiters. And there's nothing bad to be said about some of those things. But typically, time-wise, it's not all that efficient. You're getting very little speed. What we say, what? Speed to quality. If we say that definitely in the, in the um, AI world. But think about this. Like, let me paint you a picture. You, you go. You go to sit down at your computer. You open the computer and you've got all this amazing stuff working for you. Now you've got content created. You're able to get that out in an efficient you know, manner, efficient speed. Um, and then these, some of these support tools that you're talking about will literally connect you with people. So now you've got fruitful conversations going. You've got things you can be excited about and quality connections that make sense. So two, two kinds of people, people who are not deploying the use of technology and not getting very far right now. And then people who are deploying technology and are getting amazing results fast. Yes, yeah, and that's that's kind of why we brought in how sure. we're an AI first marketing organization because ultimately we've found that it's been so productive and so fruitful for us to embrace these technologies rather than you know shy away from them. And so networking is always going to be critical in any job search, and AI can help you expand your network. You should absolutely be networking before you need the job. And we will always preach that here at ECU. So while uh, many job search uh, algorithms that are out there will um, you know, boot you off from an ATS standpoint, you can actually use software programs. Uh, one particular program we've used in the past is Asperis. Uh, it is supporting people in their networking outreach. And so clients like Tracy, um, Tracy, who's a director of uh, IT cybersecurity, she was able to use tools that we provided to her for automation that allowed her to connect with hundreds of decision makers in her industry. Now, Tracy felt like she had met, had reached the ceiling in her corporate career. And many of you on this call today, I can assure you that if you're feeling that way, you're not alone. The majority of our success stories are people who, you know, Christina and I lived through the days where there were no cell phones, only, you know, I remember rotary phones. Um, but the point is that, you know, all this technology can be really fear inducing and overwhelming. And so Tracy, who felt like she reached a ceiling in her corporate career, she was looking to take a step down. Um, and if that's you, I'm speaking to you right now. There are tools out there that with the support and guidance of programs like ECU's program, you can actually allow that process to automate for you. And then you can do the greater things like prepare your job search strategy, prepare your scripts, work on your mindset, own the conviction and the confidence that you need to get to that next level. And that's the biggest part of this battle is if you can get off that treadmill, that content treadmill, Imagine the possibilities of how your mind, your heart, and your entire health set could benefit from using these tools. Um, so going back to Tracy, she actually leveled up in her career. She landed a job she loves in less than 90 days, and she used our top networking tool. And so, uh, again, know that there are tools available that you can use. Um, and, and ultimately, if it allows you to take that time to own your job search process, I mean, there's absolutely no loss. There's only benefit to the to the process of learning more. 
Yes. And for, okay. So listen, guys, for those of you who don't know this, when Tim and I first started working with clients in their first week, let's say we could help them maybe manually connect with and start conversations with like max, if you were spending all day max, like 25 per week, like over a seven day period and using some of these top tools that Raquel is talking about, we're able to do that by the hundreds. Okay. So think about your job search, like on autopilot. It's really cool. But keyword, what Raquel said was with the support of job market experts, industry experts, people who can really guide you and support you in this process. Just like if you're using AI, you need the guidance and support from tools to understand how to use it, how to be the most effective to pull the, the, the best outcomes out of this. Um, yeah. And let, me speak, let me speak to that briefly on, on, on the guidance part. So yeah. inevitably, right, there are always experts out there that will help you level up, right? So in our situation, there are lots of really beautiful connections that I have on LinkedIn that are sharing advice on chat GPT prompts. And I'm so thankful because they've gone down that road and they're taking the time to coach me on it. TikTok now has a ton of short videos on different prompts that you can use for chat GPT. So again, for those of you that are maybe hesitant or a little fearful uh, around this topic, take the time to look at what your uh, associates, colleagues, uh, people that are in more successful positions are doing using the software. And, and it will empower you and inspire you in ways that you wouldn't have thought of in the past. Exactly. And just side note, guys, if you're like me and maybe Ra well, Raquel did a, an amazing grocery overhaul the other day, but I've audited <laughs> She was like, she felt like Superwoman. She went to the grocery oh, store and got all her stuff. It was amazing. <laughs> How many of you guys are listening? And it's like you, you, you want to do your groceries online. You want to, she, you know, Raquel went to um, UPW recently with uh, Tony Robbins, and that was done remote. All in, there were breakout rooms. The whole in-person like experience was done remotely online. I'm only bringing this up because. Many of you are already participating in these technological advances, but maybe not pulling them into your job search or into your personal life to really optimize. This is just, again, to, to, you guys are probably thinking, wow, this is a lot of information, but how can we automate all the areas of our life, especially our professional life? We can't really ignore it. Again, two things, we, two ways we can think about it, get excited or continue to ignore it. And I don't want to be somebody who ignores it when I can really grow. So Raquel, next, I'm going to ask about this one specific tool that kind of blew my mind. She actually just showed this to me for the first time today. Shamelessly, I uh, had no idea about this tool. Um, but how, how, do we, how can we leverage Google to prepare us for interviews? And what are some other tools that are floating around out there that maybe we don't know about? Absolutely. So um, basically, what we've already covered uh, includes ChatGPT, includes networking automation tools. Um, one of the tools we discussed was Asperis. Um, the goal here is to allow you more time to prepare and focus on what truly matters. And so as it relates to preparing and focusing on what truly matters, I was blown away by a tool that I found online preparing for this podcast. Um, so leveraging Google to prepare your interviews. There is a tool on Google. If you have not heard of it, it will blow your mind. It's called Google Interview Warmup. So type in a search query. Uh, when you have the time for the words Google interview warm up. 
Google's actually looking to help job candidates maximize their career opportunities via this new machine learning powered tool that enables people to undertake mock job interview questions with a view to improve their interview performance for real life application. Um, so Google's team developed this new system. It was developed in 2022 that enables users to actually speak to an automated interviewer. Then it reviews your answers to improve your interview performance. And so I actually walked Christina through this earlier today. It allows you to select which industry you're in. Um, so a lot of the industries already pre uh added into their mix are uh, data-related, IT-related jobs. Um, but then it asks, it prompts you with a question and you respond. And then it prompts you with another question and you respond. And these are standard interview questions. What happens to us is we get all nervous. We do all this research on a company. At our level as directors, VPs, and executives, we're, we know what we need to do. The problem is when we show up, everything falls to the wayside and it becomes a dump truck of like me wanting to tell you everything about me because I really, really need this job. And then what happens is you sound desperate and no one wants to sound desperate when they've finally made it to the interview. So at this level in your career, if you've made it through the ATS, made it through the recruiter, you're sitting in front of a decision maker, it would behoove you to use tools in conjunction with real life people to support the interview process. Because if you can't get your answer to 60 seconds or less, you will not stand out as a candidate. And so we wanna make sure uh, that we're providing you with value. So again, I encourage you to visit Google Interview Warmup um, in addition to the other tools that we've discussed throughout this uh, podcast, Asperis and ChatGPT. Um, and that's really all I had today. Yeah. And guys, what she just mentioned <laughs> is top five, maybe even top three of the problems that job seekers have today, right? You, we know you're great at what you do, but once you get to that interview, even like when I first started doing these podcasts, I'm like, I have so many great things to say on this topic. I'm so excited. <laughs> things, thing comes through and then I'm like, oh. <laughs> You know, <laughs> it happens to everybody. <laughs> it's the same thing, that nervous energy. And I'm sorry, but you can't fake it until you make it. Not, not at the executive level. Everybody on paper is qualified. And so you have to stand out. And what better way than to go through a warm up? Um, and again, I know we've talked a lot about AI, a lot about, you know, automating things in our life and technology is what this whole podcast is about. But consider this, guys, the more that these, you know, tools advance and the more that these concepts evolve, it might be hard for you to, to see this now, but I think it's going to it's going to trigger an even larger need for human connection. So even with these tools, your human spirit and your soul and your creativity and all of that is still going to be needed on such a large scale. You're not going away. It's actually going to pull out the best in you and you're going to be more efficient and less burnout and maybe having more fun because you have all these tools. Right, Raquel? I mean, I can't be the only one thinking that. Absolutely. I mean, the, the bottom line is we're expanding the human experience, right? At each and every turn, yes, globally, we're growing as a human race, but man, what have we accomplished in the last hundred years alone? I mean, when you think about the Luddites in 1811, 
burning down buildings and, and being frustrated. Imagine how those people would feel today. Like they would have no idea how to grasp, but that's the point. We're always evolving. And as we expand the human experience, we realize that no matter how much AI is undervalued or underhyped, you're always going to need a person to type in or to speak to text in those prompts. You're always going to have to make the editing that's required to get your content to be seen as valuable. You're always going to want to practice with a real life human being that can support you through some of those hiccups that you have. Um, so, so let's always consider this as expanding our human experience um, and really embracing and leveraging the opportunities that we have with technology. Yeah, and it's all going to require amazing strategy as well. So maybe some of you guys are thinking now, wow, maybe I can be on a you know team that that isn't ignoring AI and I could be in a position to create a really cool strategy for that. So thanks for joining us on this topic, guys. Again, we could probably talk about it all day. Just really in conclusion, in today's episode, we discussed how executive level job seekers specifically can embrace and leverage AI in their job search. Yay, right? We talked about the different types of AI tools that can be used in the job search process, including ChatGPT, Asperis, and Google Interview Warmup. Super excited about that one. Definitely go check it out. Don't ignore it. Write it down. Google Interview Warmup. Check it out. Um, now I want to create something like that and build it in with us. <laughs> um, we also discussed how leveraging AI has supported our own clients in achieving their dream, uh, their dream roles, director, VP, and executive levels. Um, fast. The, the key word here is fast and efficiently. Um, and by using AI in your job search, you can stand out in a, again, guys, we talk about this every week, how competitive the job market is. And for those of you scared about the competitive nature of the job market, this is your way to stand out. So to increase your chances of success. And that's it, guys. I didn't notice any questions pop up, but I imagine those will flood in later. I can't wait to hear from you. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks so much, guys. And if you've gotten any value from this podcast, please, again, leave us a review. Also visit execupgrades.com forward slash podcast to learn how we can serve you in your job search. Thanks, Raquel. Bye.